Hello guys, welcome back to the new episode. This is episode number 48. My name is Moody Bajo. As usual, I'm here to give you Q&A for the IELTS speaking part. I'm going to ask you a question and give relevant answers in accordance with the uh, given questions. How popular are bicycles in your hometown? This is the first part question about bicycles. How popular are bicycles in your hometown and why? Well, I could say um, bicycles are not really popular in my hometown. People prefer to use motorcycles, you know, and tricycles uh, because they're a little bit faster, you know. Um, but uh, when you go out to the town, especially the villages, people tend to travel by using their bicycles, which I find it's uh, very beneficial, you know, because uh, when it comes to environmental friendly uh, means of transport. I think bicycles are one of the best. How often do you ride a bicycle? Why and why not? Well, um, I only ride a bicycle for exercising, you know, um, uh, and this is um, periodical. It's not something which happens every year. You know, it happens maybe uh, in three years when I start riding with uh, some friends. You know, I have my helmet, you know, I have my um, outfits for uh, specifically for riding and we ride long distances. And uh, this is the only time that I ride a bicycle. But when I'm not in this uh, period where I do a lot of cycling, I usually uh, don't uh, uh, ride a bicycle at all. Do you think that bicycles are suitable for all ages? Do you think that bicycles are suitable for all ages? I think yes, there are bicycles for very young children, for um, uh, the children and also a little bit older children, you know, and uh, even for um, adults. But when people get uh, too old, not enough to um, have the energy or balance to ride a bicycle, I don't think it's very safe for them to, to ride a bicycle because their coordination uh, declines as they age, especially people in their 70s, you know, 80s and 90s. Unless there are those uh, villagers, you know, we have some villagers who are so used to riding a bicycle and they could do this for as long as 75 up to 80 years old because their whole life they have been just riding and they walk a lot, they do a lot of physical uh, activities, so they're always busy trying to, to survive or do something. Not even trying to survive, it's their lifestyle. They're so much used to it that their brain is already connected to this fact and it doesn't affect them very much. And even physically, they tend to be much stronger. What are the advantages of a bicycle compared to a car? What are the advantages of a bicycle compared to a car? Well, um, as a person who loves exercising, when I ride a bike, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm exercising at the same time. So it's not only traveling to another place, but it's also exercising. Uh, a car is um, much more relaxing and uh, comfortable. You know, when you're inside a car, you don't actually use a lot of um, uh, physical inners. And the people who drive to work and sit all the day at work and they don't exercise, they tend to sometimes have overweight problems or killer problems, you know. So if they were to use a bicycle, I think they could have much more uh, healthier lifestyle. Plus, um, uh, the, the bicycles doesn't cost much as the cars, you know, and you don't have to to buy a gas for, for the bicycles, you know, or to pay some kind of insurance, you know. So it's uh, all advantages when it comes to, to bicycles, both in terms of health and uh, finance. 
So if you are in an environment where you could actually ride a bike instead of driving a car, I think it would be a much more better alternative. Describe a person who has done a lot of work to help people. You should say who this person is, where this person lives or lived, what he, she has done to help people and explain how you know about this person. All right. This is a part two question, a cue card question. In the examination, you're going to be given one minute to prepare for this question. All right. In here, I won't give you that time. You know, if you want to, you could probably pause and listen to the question again and see um, the answer that I'm giving relevant to the ask the question, right? So I'm going to repeat the question. Describe a person who has done a lot of work to help people. You should say who this person is or was, where this person lives or lived, what he, she has done to help people and explain how you know about this person. Well, um, I know um, a guy, a friend of mine, right, uh, who is um, is a writer and also a journalist. And um, when he came to um, our 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 team, we would say like we we have this group, you know, where we call ourselves a team. We play basketball. We sometimes attend to some competitions, you know. Even though a lot of people don't like him, but they listen to him very much. He's very critical, you know, and it was just something that we needed, uh, a figure of a brother who could actually point out our mistakes. Uh, he's not perfect and he doesn't think he's perfect, but he's honest enough to point out the mistakes, especially of the young ones, uh, insisting them in reading, exercising, being competitive, you know, um, striving, you know, fighting. You know, so if there is no fighting, if there is no um, competition, uh, for him, he doesn't define this as life. So he has this life philosophy uh, and um, encouraging us to, to follow this philosophy has helped us to become one of the best, uh, if not um, um, the only uh, super competitive and uh, very disciplined and very courageous, brave um, group of people, you know, uh, we could ever be. So uh, we are like um, 80 something people, but the very close cycle is about 15 people. And these people's mentality towards life itself and towards the game has somehow changed because of uh, his views of life, you know. So, um, and I get to know this person, as I mentioned before, uh, through basketball. And I was the one who actually invited him into playing with us for the first time in our group. You know, so I was playing and I saw him sitting outside with his girlfriend and they were just watching. He was talking about basket and all. And then when I went to sit nearby, he saluted me, you know, and uh, we exchanged words and says, like, if you want to play, you know, you could also play on my place in the next match. So he entered and I was outside watching, you know, so that's how we became friends. And since then, he uh, even rented one of his uh, houses uh, to me when I was living back in Istanbul. So uh, we become really good friends and the effect he has had to all of us, you know, and the effect we have had to him as well has been a life-changing uh, effect. So that's the end of the second part. Let's move on to part three. Helping other people in the community. The first question is, 
what are some of the ways people can help others in the community which is most important right i think uh helping in the community uh, as an educator uh, you'll always start thinking through education you know educating people educating the mass educating the people around you is one of uh, the responsibilities one of the most important responsibilities of uh, educators or any kind of trainers so i think uh, to help your own community instead of judging the people you have to try to educate them you judge them later after they have failed to actually um, apply what you have taught them but before teaching them before exposing them before giving them direction first of all you must um, try to educate them another way is um, involving yourself into community works you know for example when people are trying to nowadays they don't actually go somewhere and try to build something together they usually pay some money you know so contribution to community if you are contributing for a church if you're contributing for a mosque if you're contributing for a temple if you're contributing for uh, a small charity a club which has a specific cause you know if this money is going to be used for the betterment of the community i think you should also uh, take part so through contribution or through charity you could also uh, take part in 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 helping your community to to grow but one of the most important or i could say the most important one is through personal growth because you are going to inspire a lot of people around you both adults and children when they look at you and the way you conduct your life so if you're a hard-working person you might inspire people to work hard you know if you are a very successful person at school you know uh, for example the impact that i have had to my own family and uh, my nearby relatives at least that's what i believe is me being very intuitive and a very um, um, uh, positive when it comes to self-improvement um, chasing and uh, trying to find the education all over the world trying to improve myself whether they knew it consciously or subconsciously but somehow i feel like i played a part of setting a good example as a big brother to the ones who are younger than me. Some people say that people help others in the community more now than they did in the past. Do you agree or disagree? Some people say that people help others in the community now more than they did in the past. Do you agree or disagree? I could say um, yes. Uh, people nowadays help more than they used to help in the past because it's much more easier to see people's problems thanks to the social media you know people could express their need and the donations could be given in only a few hours especially when there is a catastrophe you know such as earthquake or probably war somewhere people could contribute could donate something and um, the people could have the relief they, they, they need probably in that difficult circumstance you know, uh, in all the days, people could help their neighbors because the neighborhood relationship was very uh, good and better than nowadays. But nowadays, people could even help people who they have never met in their life as long as they know that in a certain part of the world, there is a specific problem. And I think I'm a tech part to solve this problem. So I agree that people nowadays help uh, uh, in their community more than they used to help in the past. So we're going to talk more about community services. What types of services, such as libraries or health centers, are available to the people who live in your area? Do you think there are enough of them?
Uh, right now, um, I'm living in a very small town, right here, visiting here, and um, um, I think there aren't enough libraries. If there is any library at all, last time I went to check a library, um, it was closed in the middle of the day, and uh, the ones who are responsible were in a different office. They had the keys, and I picked inside the library itself the tables were dusty and the books were so old and very few you know so i wouldn't say there is a library you know it's just like a name it's a library but it's not a library you know so when it comes to healthcare centers they only have one big hospital which is not enough and most um patients are forced to travel for three hours to a different part of the city you know a different part of the town to the city actually where they could get most of uh, the services even that is not enough because those hospitals cannot do everything you know so it's a it's a very big challenge when it comes to these um, type of services in in this very space which groups of people generally need most support in a community and why which group of people generally need most support in community and why? I think uh, children are luckier, a little bit luckier compared to adults, especially the older ones. You know, uh, when you are in your 70s or 80s, people tend to ignore you more, you know, compared to if you were younger. You know, um, children are kind of being loved by everyone and uh, they are kind of angels, you know, not kind of, they're actually angels and everyone tries to take care of them. So, um, when it comes to older people, it's much more difficult. Only few people, few and fewer people nowadays tend to help older people, you know, or care about older people, or visiting the older people, you know. So um, I've seen this, and uh, older people don't work, for example. They depend on the money being contributed or probably their retirement salary if they had a chance to work or this kind of thing. So they need to be taken care of. If they're not taken care of, it's a big problem. And it's really annoying to ask somebody for the money, for food, you have lived all these years working very hard probably. And then if you didn't have enough savings or probably you spend your savings helping your children and your grandchildren to go to school, you know, and uh, probably having a better life. And then in a certain point of life, you have nothing and you have to ask for money from them. It's really heartbreaking. And these old people are probably experiencing this every day. So I think it's very, very difficult to be an elderly in a community whereby, especially nowadays, people don't give much care about um, the old people. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> which groups of people generally need most support in the community? I think we answered that question. Who do you think should uh, pay for the services that are available to the people in in community should it be the government or individuals you know so i think this is an interesting question uh, we have answered the similar question in the past episodes um she was talking about uh, who should be funding researches you know whether the government or individuals so my answer is going to be similar to the answer in the uh, previous episodes i think both the individuals and uh government could uh, work together you know government could take its part especially the government but also individuals shouldn't hold back just because the government is not doing something for instance if an individual could help the government to build a coach for the young people 
probably uh, they could find a way to even be paid back by the government, you know, in terms of installments. Or even if they're not paid, maybe the government or the people could name that uh, court, for example, after him. You know, he could build a hospital, for instance. It doesn't have to be done by the government. So if people have enough finances, they could build a hospital. And this private hospital could actually help to solve most of the problems, you know, that these people could could uh, could have. So I think it's the duty of both the government and the individual to help the development of any community. And in return, a developed community also helps these individuals if they have set a business or the government if they have invested in specific projects to earn back their efforts you know so any developed community always pays back in one way or another directly or indirectly so that's for the last question for this part and i'm looking forward to see you in the next episode you know how to reach me when you have any kind of question don't hesitate and thank you very much for your time and for being such a consistent learner I'm wishing you all the best and seeing you in the next episode.